This is our devotional commentary for 2 Samuel chapter 4. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. When Ishbosheth, Saul's son, heard that Abner had died at Hebron, his courage failed, and all Israel was dismayed. Now Saul's son had two men who were captains of raiding bands. The name of the one was Bana. Name of the other, Rechab, sons of Rimon, a man of Benjamin from Beeroth. For Beeroth also is counted part of Benjamin. The Beerothites fled to Gideon and have been sojourners there to this day. Jonathan, the son of Saul, had a son who was crippled in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. And as she fled in her haste, He fell and became lame, and his name was Mephibosheth. Now the sons of Rimon, the Berethite, Rechab, and Banah, set out, and about the heat of the day they came to the house of Ishbosheth, as he was taking his noonday rest. And they came into the midst of the house as if to get wheat, and they stabbed him in the stomach. Then Rechab and Banah, his brother, escaped. But when they came into the house, as he lay on his bed in his bedroom, they struck him and put him to death and beheaded him. They took his head and went by the way of the Arabah all night and brought the head of Ishbosheth to David at Hebron. And they said to the king, Here is the head of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, your enemy, who sought your life. The Lord has avenged my lord the king this day on Saul and on his offspring. But David answered, Rechab and Banah, his brother, the sons of Rimon, the Berethite. As the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life out of every adversity, when one told me, Behold, Saul is dead, and thought he was bringing good news, I seized him and killed him at Ziklag, which was the reward I gave him for his news. How much more? When wicked men have killed a righteous man in his own house, on his bed, Shall I not now require his blood at your hand and destroy you from the earth? And David commanded his young men, and they killed them and cut off their hands and feet and hanged them beside the pool at Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the tomb of Abner at Hebron. David will soon inherit the kingdom God promised him. But what an array of hindrances and frustrations he encounters on his way to the throne. Still, there is encouragement to be found in these recent chapters of 2 Samuel. We have learned that no power can overcome God's kingdom, as in Abner chapter 2. No folly can thwart this kingdom, as in Joab, chapter 3. And now in chapter 4 we learn that no injustice can establish the kingdom, as seen in the failed treachery of Bana and Rechab. When news came of Abner's treacherous death at Hebron, Ishbosheth lost his courage, and all Israel was terrified Was Abner only the beginning? Would David's henchmen trek northward to continue the bloodshed? 
So much for all his talk about reconciliation. Who knew what to do now? Bana and Rechab thought they did. These brothers belonged to Saul's and Ishbosheth's tribe, Benjamin, and they had led Ishbosheth's raiders. As experienced and credentialed thugs, they decided to seize the hour. Ishbosheth, Saul's surviving son, was a weak puppet king lacking the courage to continue the resistance against David. Saul's grandson, Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, was the only other heir, but he obviously lacked the ability to lead the movement since he was just five years old and crippled. So Rechab and Bana paid a visit to their boss, entering Ishbosheth's home while he was taking a midday nap, stabbing him in the stomach, and slicing off his head. Twice, it's mentioned that the murder occurred while he was resting in his bedroom, as if the writer is making a sarcastically subtle point. It takes a couple of real tough guys to kill a man in his sleep. Their deed is about as heroic as a junior high bully picking on a five-year-old. Well, when the assassins brought the head of Ishbosheth to Hebron, they assumed David would be grateful they had eliminated his rival. Surely he will reward them with posh government jobs. With blood on their hands and theology on their lip, they boldly claimed that the Lord had used them to secure vengeance on Saul's offspring. But David is able to recognize them for what they are and reject their claim because he remembers his true and only Redeemer. Rechab and Bana are given the same reward as the Amalekite who brought the good news of Saul's death. At David's command, both men are immediately killed with removal of their hands, which had done the deed, and their feet, which had brought their ghastly prize to David. Just like his promised descendant, God's chosen king enforces justice on earth. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.